Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Life in the Raw with Troy and Danny. I'm Troy and I, 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 I'm excited for sweater weather. I'm excited for sweater weather. Sweater weather? Sweater weather. Sweater weather. Yeah, sweater weather. Mm, I love me some sweater weather. You love me some sweater weather? Yeah, I do. But tell us who you are so we know who loves some sweater weather. I'm Danny. Oh, okay. <laughs> How are you, sweetheart? I'm good. Be happier. <laughs> and I couldn't, couldn't be happier. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> couldn't be happier. Uh, I'm good. Uh, That's good. Nothing really going on, really. <clears throat> How are you? <laughs> Can't complain. <laughs> um, last episode, you're like, mm, can't complain. But I will. <laughs> <laughs> but I will. Um... Yeah, I haven't really been doing much this week. Just homeschooling and work. Um, also, anyone who's listening, if y'all have some tips and tricks and how to, to shut get her dog dogs up? to stop, <laughs> um, to help my tiny human with his left-handed writing, he struggles very much with that. Um, it just seems like he's not <laughs> steady with it. <laughs> what? Uh... Okay, share with the group. <laughs> there's, there's a Facebook post. Okay, random. Um... Of a book, old style book. Okay. It's the book someone created it uh, like um photoshopped it all but the For book sure. it's a it's a winnie the pooh book right and the title of the book is called eeyore mom jokes and it's tigger who says it's tigger and um poo mm-hmm. but tigger goes eeyore um eeyore's mom eeyore's mom's ass is so big and then um, Winnie finishes finishes it by saying that it needs a two hundred acre wood. Oh my god! <laughs> no, uh, that was good. No. Why? Um. So I saw something on Facebook yesterday, and then I saw it again today. Um, and I thought about sharing it, but mostly as, like, an opinion thing. Uh, the post was, should we be teaching our children about, I don't want, this is what the post said, so it's not the grammar I would use. Should parents be teaching their children about gay people? That's what the post said. And then under it what was... Did the, what did the post actually say? That's what it said. Oh. Um, then the line under it was, should they be teaching their children about trans people? Are you asking my opinion for it? Yeah, because to me, that should be a, like, what you do in your household type situation. But also... Are they asking, like... In terms of, like, in school, should they? No, like, 
like parents teach their children about trans people or in their own time yeah so i'm unique where i don't believe i don't believe we should teach i feel like school in general Mm -hmm. the two things that it should not be teaching is Mm -hmm. one religion and two Sexuality. sexuality um can they intertwine with some of history and things that happen there Yes, because that's history. It's just it's going to be right. there, mm-hmm. but there should not be. And by school, I mean all the way up to high school, mm-hmm. um, in, in including high school, there should not be a religions class. There not should should not be okay. anything with mm-hmm. that. Like you should not be teaching children. If you are you yourself are not fluent in buddhism you should not be teaching children about buddhism fair okay. if you yourself are not if you're not, well if you're not educated a, in those, right if yeah. you're if you yourself did not go to school for that you should not be teaching them so if you did not go to school to become a pastor you should not be teaching kids about christianity fair it creates a lot okay. of gray area it creates a lot of murkiness so mm-hmm. there's that but i also don't believe that you need to be teaching kids in the same respect and it's more so i can't say you shouldn't be teaching them this instead teach them this mm-hmm. it's no if you if i say they shouldn't be learning that well then guess what they shouldn't be learning about sexuality in, in classes either um i feel like both of those are for everyone a personal journey Fair. that i do think parents should spearhead both religion and sexuality mm-hmm. do i think that they should give their own opinions as a parent no i think they should just say the facts hey there are people out here that are different Mm -hmm. just like hey there are people out here that believe different different, things so Mm -hmm. i do think it is a part of the parent's responsibility to do both to teach them about religions and Mm -hmm. and that and give them an opportunity to figure it out for their own lives i'm getting your dog a shot caller <laughs> a bark collar. Um, a lot of the comments under that post were very um. They were definitely like far left and far right. <laughs> right, it's always far left or far right. And for me, if if the topic does come up, as for what the school districts decide to do, mm-hmm. I feel like. If they do decide to teach about sexuality, it should be in. What is that? Cl- what is that class called? I also feel like it should be in. A, if they do decide to do that, it should be an elective, and it should be parent guardian signature required. So that's what I was gonna say. When I was in high school, I took. Oh, is it abstinence class? Yeah. You had an abstinence class. Yeah. That is weird. It was part of health. So I had to take gym and health together. Right, and I did too. But was like, my they, was in health, if you will. They so I but guess my, my we didn't learn about we didn't learn about abstinence. Well, they we had to sign it, and if mm-hmm. my our parents didn't sign sign it, then we had an extra like week of gym or something like that. So of course I got my parents to sign that. But <laughs> also they didn't call it out. They they it was a part of health class. It was just sex and anatomy. 
So they really just there we go. Said, sex ed, not abstinence. Right. So they but just taught you. This is what made me right. But they they sex ed, talked yeah. about the different body parts. Yeah. And then a whole lot of different diseases abstinence that well. you use to have it, and then they tell you to use protection, mm-hmm. and then we watch someone give birth. No, mine was not live. Like, <laughs> mine was teaching us obviously the anatomy, but not mm-hmm. just the anatomy, like taught us like every sexual transmitted anything that you could get mm-hmm. um obviously about protection um it was i don't know very cringy because it was a requirement it wasn't optional mm-hmm. um it was required unless you had a religious exemption yeah so th- that was a thing but I feel like if they did decide to do it in school, it would have to be in that type of situation, right. or that type of scenario, right? With a signature. And I also think that that part of the curriculum should be presented while asking for a signature, right? And then I because also... then I feel like you catch parents off guard with questions, right? And they don't know what's being talked about. I feel like that 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 conversation needs i don't know i i do feel like they should do it um middle school i would say about like seven i feel like they did it for us we did it ninth grade my ninth grade year yeah but like i feel like you need to do it like seventh grade at the earliest and even now times are different than when we were in middle and high true honestly like kids when are, i was teaching and i literally mean that kids are out here i can be honest things. with you i changed that they need to do it sixth grade because when i was teaching there mm-hmm. were sixth graders that were talking about it not and... talking there were sixth graders having sex that were sexually active well that's what i mean like there you could were hear about it and i remember there was a sixth grader came to me crying because she sent nudes to her boyfriend who oh, no. sent them around the whole school of course he did because they're in sixth grade. Right. So, like, I feel like there's there's definitely sex is... Because sex is becoming very prevalent in culture as in it general. is in general. And there's such an easy access to these things. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's wrong to have easy access. I think sex is a very normal thing. Yes, but our children should not be having sex. The, right. But what I can say is... They have access to it. Do I think there need to be more restrictions on that? Yes. Obviously. Um, but let's face the facts. They have that access. Yeah. And they consume it wherever and whenever they can, whether it's the TV shows they're watching, the music videos they're listening to, or actual porn on the on the internet. And having phones, they have oh. that access to it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a completely normal thing to be curious and to, to go through that. But at the same time... I feel like it needs to be addressed earlier, unfortunately, oh, sure. yeah. than when I was growing up. Yeah. And I do believe that it should be addressed. What, what really irritates me about it is the fact that so many parents are in an uproar about it. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, like, if you only knew what your children's already know, like, if right. you're not going to take the initiative to talk about it and you want to go ahead and mm-hmm. shield them from everything, d- please lock them in their rooms because they know it by their friends. They right. they know it by word of mouth. Music, they get curious. Tea, they they yeah. experiment and do it. And that's Games not just even. that's not just for sex. That's for everything. And I don't understand right. how you can allow your kids to sit there and play 
Call of Duty, but you make sure that, you know, they're your perfect little angels so you don't inform them about that's called a penis, not a wee wee. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I'm just confused. Okay, I'm yeah. confused by that, you yeah. know? So it's like, I just, I feel like as parents, I'm not a parent, but I feel like outside looking in, mm-hmm. if you want to call a spade a spade, let's call it. You need to be more parental. Proactive. On, uh, proactive on yeah. what your kids are doing. But also I feel like now, <clears throat> not just now, but I've observed several different parenting types and also a few of those being very close-minded or closed off and their kids not feeling safe enough to tell them or even ask questions about those topics Mm -hmm. um, which causes them to be more curious than they probably should be and going and looking because that's also the thing if you really think that your kids if, if you and the reason why I think it is very important to talk about it because you can you can think your kids are these perfect angels and aren't doing anything I promise you they are in these streets <laughs> one way or another yeah <laughs> I'm in sixth grade drinking four locos sixth grade drinking a four loco and at that time four locos were horrible they were and they people were dying, dying from, from drinking them. four locos and I was in sixth grade bad, yeah. sharing them with my friends. Like, if your kids wanted to, they will they go will, out and do it. Yeah. So I feel like parents should be, be very, very proactive and, and get up right. to the times. This is not how it was when you were growing up. Mm-mm. Kids are learning things earlier. a lot faster and earlier, and mm-hmm. you need to be very proactive with it. Yeah. But that post did bring up a lot of, like, hmm, like. Right. Also, uh, the county uh, in Rico County or Richmond City, one of the two have recently done a the governor has made it difficult for trans students if you will in schools they got rid of they made it so that you have to identify the teachers must identify have to identify the student with with their with their with their dead name if they aren't using it and their birth their birth pronouns and by their and identify them by their birth their sex that they were born with here's the thing hold on and took away the neutral bathroom thing where they have to use what they were born right use the bathroom related to how their gender at birth nine times out of ten those teachers are not doing it which no there's a lot of teachers on the school board that are in a rage about it it's sad Um, I just, don't get me wrong, there's probably a million other things that the state of Virginia could be focusing on. Right. And I'm not trying to take that away from what the governor is trying to focus on. Mm-hmm. Because that's pretty much why he did it. He was like, we have other things we we need to worry about. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't important. And then washed the bill, right? But what really is just, I've never been in that position. I've never been where those students sit or those people sit, whatever. I've never been there. Mm -hmm. I don't know what those feelings are. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine as children or teens, however you want to reference them as, have to somehow deal with that. But the other side of me is the decisions that are being made as for like sexuality and whatnot, that young if you will. Mm-hmm. What is the motive for that? 
or not really motive, but what is the push for that? Like, what is their push at that time or that age? Like, where's the influence coming from? Is it, you know, like, what, what is that situation? Because... For, wait, for what? Be, I guess the push to make those changes in school for that the age group in question what which age group is it like middle like younger middle it's mostly middle school that and they're, to push to like, to have like the to not have the ginger neutrals in right like what is what the governor did yeah like why is that not his like he talks about education a lot mm-hmm. and no i don't agree with it but why why is that why is that a focus like why why is virginia pushing hard for that and not focusing on like the education itself because virginia is trying to get the parents to focus on something else rather than the fact that their child is seventh grade is in seventh grade and reading on a fourth grade level because of covid Right, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it just you know, doesn't make any sense why that 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 is the focus. That's why. Like, why well, that's no, the and that, that's what I'm saying. That's what the governor is trying to do. He's trying to kind of make it real, like make parents realize that because of COVID, these kids are now held back because they mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. not the smartest crowns at all. Jesus, some of the, some <laughs> of these kids are are really truly held back because the whole COVID thing going online they fell behind Mm -hmm. either they got they didn't learn enough it was Mm -hmm. you know online teaching was hard and then they got pushed to going into school and it's hard ridiculously low honestly nationwide and Richmond City theirs came up by like hairs question in the last few months side note what what are your thoughts on standardized testing I feel there probably is a little too much focus on it and not actually on the education itself required to pass those exams. Right, right. Um, I feel like, in my opinion, for school, I took those tests, but it it never... All it did was gave me anxiety. Right. It was the start of my anxiety. <laughs> yeah, for test taking. <laughs> Seriously. But it was. it's more like... I took, say I took the benchmark, the halfway exam, right? Mm-hmm. That didn't change the next three or four months for me in school. It didn't improve my learning. It didn't improve my education. Yes, it might have told them where we stand, if you will, but it didn't They didn't, didn't help do anything me. with it. It didn't help me, and it didn't help me the next year either. Right. So I feel like if you are going to still require students to do those exams at least use those results to better the student right not better the school standard but better the student mm-hmm. because if i'm not learning something in science and i bombed that part of the benchmark or that part of the what did you guys call them sols oh, okay what is wait it? we we had like midterms mm-hmm. um, we called them eogs end of grade we had midterms high school we had midterms um elementary had, yeah. elementary middle school we had sols what and that, that was that for? that was at the end of uh the end of the school year um 
uh, standard of learning test. Oh, okay. Yeah, SOL test, standard of learning test. Oh, okay, yeah, we we had benchmarks, which are the halfway midterm for middle school, and then at the end we had EOGs, end of grade. I don't remember if I took a midterm in middle and school. And then... Oh, no, yeah, we just had... We had... They kind of broke it up to where we had... Some classes, I believe, we had two SOLs. Um, so, and then, they just called them SOLs. And then high school, we had benchmarks or midterms and um what did they call them colorado they called them something different they weren't sols or eogs they call them something else i know i do remember my junior year my school so at, at my school mm-hmm. in our schools in virginia i don't know if it's all the virginia but i know at my school so there's the uh, sats yeah um then like they have the practice mm-hmm. sats um my school paid out of the school but the school's budget Sorry, excuse me. well i think mm-hmm. the county the whole county did it mm-hmm. but basically they paid for the juniors to take the psats the practice ones mm-hmm. before senior year taking the sats mm-hmm. just so that they can know actually no it was ninth tenth and eleventh grade they paid for everyone to take the not ninth grade tenth and eleventh yeah tenth and eleventh grade to take mm-hmm. the psats okay and then um Ninth grade, I believe, went on a field trip that day, and seniors went on. No, ninth grade had normal classes. Seniors went on a field trip that day. Mm-hmm. But, um, what did ninth grade? I don't care. Minor detail. <laughs> um, but, uh, they paid for it, and I thought that was really cool. Um, just be, it felt like they cared a little bit. They wanted us to know what it would look like, mm-hmm. know how it would feel. Never took my SATs. Did I take an SAT? I took a test senior year where, no, never took a SAT. Senior year, what they did for us is um, we had no English SOLs, um, ninth, mm-hmm. 10th, and 11th grade. Senior year, we had uh, SOL, mm-hmm. and then we had to write like a essay, five-paragraph mm-hmm. essay about a random topic that they gave us. Oh. and. You know how I am about writing. I know. <laughs> and it said, it, the topic was something like, um, it was something that you had to look into yourself to find the answer. Oh. And I was mm. like, fuck you all. <laughs> and I sat there halfway in tears. And we, I remember we had to take it in the auditorium, sat there halfway in tears, trying to take that test. That was stupid as hell. <laughs> I took pissed. an ACT in Colorado. Um, they didn't do SATs fun fact, for us. I have to pee really bad. That's not really a fun fact. That seems devastating. Well, I thought it was like 23 minutes in. Right. That's why I thought it was fun. Because <laughs> it was like 23 minutes in. Um, but I also, I think a big push. So we grew up in the Junior Bush era, if you will, where he signed the. I can't do it. Why? Oh, I my gosh. I can't. I can't. <sighs> You know, <laughs> well, there's that. I guess we were, um, too much. He had to go to the bathroom. But, uh, we grew up in the Junior Bush, if you will, era of No Child Left Behind. 
and I really feel like that has kind of caused quite a problem for the for our generation if you will because mm, those that were pushed forward and were able to you know make it without any uh education pause i think i think we're back no i was talking we didn't sign up for any pit stops yeah don't hurt yourself again <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> so I was saying we grew up in the like Junior Bush era, right? Presidency. Yes. And he had that no child left behind. Did he? Yes. What was that? Where no matter what, you couldn't hold a child back for them not understanding. You couldn't? No. That was stupid as hell. Exactly. They should have gotten they should have so done that. That stayed a law for a long time. Um you know, no matter if a child was struggling, you couldn't hold them back for that reason. There had to be like a greater reason, if you will. And if they don't get it, they don't get it. Hold them back. Right. But with that law, you had to push them forward. And my thing is, is we had we were that generation. Like, mm-hmm. we were under that. We so, should, it kind of shows. But that's what I was getting to. <laughs> I was like, because now we have those that were pushed forward mm-hmm. have had children. And not that that's bad, but those that are uneducated... And I won't say uneducated is in, like, a bad way, but, like, them not comprehending or understanding any part of education. Then having children who, unfortunately, grew up and are growing up now. Not knowing. Not. and They're not getting it. Yeah. And And their parents aren't knowing how to. Right. And And the resources to use. Yeah. Right. So it doesn't surprise me that like standardized testing is so low right now because that's where we are. That's where this is right now. And there are some parents who were pushed through that are like intently seeking education now, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but it's just that we are in this like weird slump. Right. In education, and it's not a priority to anyone, right? It's just not. And I think a lot of people are, <clears throat> which I do think is kind of true. A lot of people are like, well, What's the point? Right? They're not going to need a trade, right? And it here's the matter. thing I get it. I do think there needs to be the fundamental base that right. elementary, middle, and the beginning of high school gives, right? I kind of feel like after 10th grade. 11 and 12th needs to start teaching more so not learning new things mm-hmm. but um trades different trades how to do said trades mm-hmm. also 
how to file taxes, how to become a functional adult, right. how to wash your own clothes, right. how to wash your own ass, how to keep a house clean, like how to organize, how to make a schedule, right. how to apply for jobs, mm-hmm. how to, they need to start doing those things. Right. And focus on that. Focus on life skills. Mm-hmm. 11th and 12th grade should literally just be life skills. I, in high school, I took the electives for, like, home ec slash cooking. My mom wouldn't let me. I took another one for sewing. Um, did that in middle school. Did early childhood development. It was That's like the one the that my, tra- so my, care of my mom, babies. yeah, my mom didn't let me do early. I wanted to do it because I knew I wanted to be a pediatrician. My mom wouldn't mm-hmm. allow me mm-hmm. because they gave you the little robotic babies that you take home for the yeah, weekend. Yeah, I had one. And, so and she sister. was like, no, you need not to do that. And I was really upset with her because I was like, why wouldn't you want me to do that? Because you think I'm, you think I'm scared to be walking around with a robot doll. Like people know, mm-hmm. like this is a, a standard class in right. in our county. Like yeah. people know, they're just gonna see that and know what <laughs> class I'm taking. Um, no, I think she did it because she knew that my mind at that time would not have been good with it. <laughs> um, I had one. I had it for the weekend. Would never. Was fine. Um, Could not. I can't say that the crying at that time was super annoying. She knew that I would have ignored it. I would have got an uh, F. Um, I would have put it outside. Okay, my sister. Put it downstairs in the basement. My sister. Uh, twin B. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> she had one. And she decided that she was going to, well, not decided. She brought it with us when we went to my mom's friend's house. And for these little robot babies... You have to wear a wristband. Right. And, and then tap the it wand. to know that yeah. you're there. Uh-huh. And we were getting our noses pierced. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now mind you, this was at a friend's house. Not at a, not in the parlor. In a house. In somebody's bathroom. Okay. So her little robot. Did mom know that you were getting your nose pierced? Yeah. She was there. Oh. Of course she was. She's having sad. Oh, start night again, 30 minutes. Um, Her little robot baby was in the living room, and she was, like, as long as our hallway is, Mm -hmm. in a bathroom, Mm -hmm. right, with the woman of that house and my mom. And she wanted her nose pierced so bad, and (laughs) the baby starts crying, right? She has the, the band on. But in the midst of getting her nose pierced, she has a very low pain tolerance. She passed out <laughs> in the bathroom, and my mom <laughs> had to catch her. <laughs> and the baby is in the living room crying. <laughs> She's passed out in a bathroom <laughs> after getting her nose pierced. Yeah. You didn't so, pick up the baby, take it to her, and tie it? We did. No. But <laughs> it just made me laugh because... <laughs> If that were a legit child, right, <laughs> or a baby, hmm. um, sorry, your mom is passed out in the bathroom. Um, was getting You're just going to have to chill. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what? what else to tell you. Um, So that was, that was kind of, eh. it just reminded me of that. But, you know, in school, I really do feel like there's a lot of missed opportunity for teaching people teaching young adults or 
teenagers to be functioning adults. Um, and I think that has a lot to do with this, like, standardized testing. They want to push so hard for that that that's they kind of miss the opportunity to make them functioning that's adults. That's the thing. America as a, as a whole, like, the government system has mm. this godlike complex where they have to be the best at everything. Mm. I have to be the best. America <laughs> is the best. Um. I was about to say the N-word. I was about to be like, I don't know how that would go over. Um, I'm going to just say it. Nigga, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't been the best since, I don't know, like the Kennedys. The only know, thing like we lead Kennedys. is the most incarcerated people. That's, that's, that's what you lead. That's the only thing we lead. Because <laughs> right now, and the and uh, clearly the most dumbest Americans to be voting other people into office. I'm not going to say which office, but I'm going to just let y'all... The answer might shut. <laughs> but, you know, it's just one of those things like, I don't know. When I saw that post, it did make me ask a lot of questions about education in general. Because why is that the focus? Like, we should be focused on, if that was a thing, leave it. You didn't need to mess with it. You didn't need to touch right. it. You didn't need to stir the pot in it. You just needed to leave it. Dang, but with, but, leave but it like I said, with and that focus be, on education. But with that being the focus... Right. The, he that now gets to hide. Jumping over. Right. Yeah. He gets to hide the fact that America's children are dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it so is sad. what it is. I, watched... I am scared for my future to know that these children that are growing up going through school will be leading this country. I am scared. So I was talking to a resident's friend that comes to yes, visit. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. And, um... We don't usually talk politics. Right. You know, that's not something you really talk about when you're at work, if you if you will. But right. um, we did get on the topic today, and it wasn't anything sour. But he was like, the, the ones in this generation that we're in right now, mm-hmm. there are two sides to them. The ones that will intentionally seek truth mm-hmm. in what they read in the media, you know? And then you have the ones that are just completely, you said I need to chop off my left foot. <gasps> Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. There was a flying bug on my chest. I'm not touching that. If you kill it with that, I'm not touching it. Okay, well, what do you want me to kill it with, my guy? Penny mouse. There you go. I hate that your face. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't even utter didn't, the words. I didn't, hey, know, I, didn't, I didn't know what to say because I'm like, I, I, it's right there. Oh my God. Okay. My soul is outside of my body. Great. Good talk. Oh, gosh. Well, throw it in the garbage. <laughs> It's dead. You made me kill it. Well. There's that. <laughs> Life in the raw. <laughs> At least we didn't scream. Excuse me. At least I didn't scream. It was on me. I didn't scream. I. <laughs> I don't even know what you called it. Um. Meanwhile, anyway. Meanwhile, I'm scrolling through Facebook and see that there was a alligator 
caught with a dead body in its mouth. Did not read further into it. Okay. Um. Anyway, he said there's ones that will seek truth. You know, in Can what guess they which re- state? Florida. Of course. <laughs> and then the other side is, oh, you told me to chop off my left foot. Well, I must have to chop off my left foot. Right. And then we'll defend the reasoning for chopping off your left foot until they die. And even if you prove them otherwise. But that's kind of what still... every generation. Well, it just seems more prevalent now, especially because. It's, but but my question with that is, is it though? Because think about it with the with the older generation. They were taught. Every word in this Bible. That's King James Version is law but we have come to find that King James was a fucked up individual <laughs> who changed a lot of words in said Bible well, yeah. and it's not what it was intentionally meant to be well I think, so, that, like, I think that comes with every realm of but, but you see what I'm yeah. saying and then it's like you go fast forward and it's like they're like oh women don't work well, we see, fuck you on that one. <laughs> the whole black people ain't shit. Well, <laughs> we are the shit, actually. Um, gay people are horrible people. They are they are sinners. No sin is greater than others. And um, actually, I'm pretty wonderful. Thank you. Um, but do you see what I mean? Yeah, like, every, like every generation, mm-hmm. it's like that. I guess well, now I it's getting we... worse because of mm-hmm. social media. But, like, yeah. still. So, I think when he brought it up i think it was more focused on like the whole like january 6th thing and how like there were some that were like why would we do that that's stupid there's no reason for us to you know storm the white house for what you know like and then there were others who were like he said so was it the capital yeah but you know like why why did we need to do that? Um, but the other side is like, mm. the other side is, oh, well, he told us to, so now we have to. He told us to because this was horrible and against him, and they just went in it. Like, it just seems so. We in trouble. <laughs> it's been tr- like that for a while now. <laughs> We're in trouble. All right. So, Molly, I have... you in danger, girl. <laughs> Oh, I really liked that show. It was really good. Um, this show's upcoming is. Yeah, I know. The upcoming season isn't that good. But I really. Well, I mean, like they release like next year's season, okay, and it's yeah. not that good. Oh, dang! I'm waiting for them to have a really good show like that again. Um, speaking of, we're in trouble. I. I came across a TikTok that good was doing like really, <laughs> really um. Like picking fun at strange laws in their state, okay. right? Okay. So I decided to look up strange laws here in Virginia. <laughs> oh, my raw reaction. Okay. Um. <clears throat> it is illegal to flip a coin to decide who pays for coffee in Richmond. <laughs> Are you serious? That's stupid. Let's go. Let's do it. Um. It's illegal to wash a mule on the sidewalk in Culpeper. <laughs> <laughs> Who? What? <laughs> You've never been to Culpeper, clearly. Um, it's illegal to spit on a seagull in Norfolk. 
Wow. Okay. Why is why, who who decides that they turn those into laws? Who decided to do it to make sure that they get turned into laws? <laughs> um, it's illegal for a woman to be out at night in Norfolk unless she is wearing a corset and is accompanied by a male chaperone. You're lying. That's not a real law. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know how many people are breaking the law? All the time. Legal for a man to beat his wife on the courthouse steps in Stafford County as long as he does it before 8 p.m. I kind of want to, like, not that one, mm-hmm. um, but, like, some of these, I kind of want to do it or become a police officer to wait for someone to do it and arrest them just so that the government can see how stupid they are. Keep going. Um, to use profane, indecent, or threatening language on the phone. This includes the language you use in your text messages. I can't do that. Bitch, never go through my phone. <laughs> Um, it's illegal to tickle a woman. <laughs> Men, however, may be tickled. <laughs> okay, these are false. No, these are real. Where are you finding these? These are at? real. On the Virginia on Virginia State Law website. You're lying. Let me see. <laughs> it's, it's, those are real things. It's also on an attorney's page. <laughs> I'm gonna break the law. <laughs> Do you think my hand would go over there if there was a bug? Panic. Um, hunt any animal other than a raccoon on a Sunday. Don't gotta worry about that. If you are going to hunt a raccoon on a Sunday, however, you must do so by 2 a.m. Is that like 2 a.m. Sunday or like 2 a.m. Monday? Right. I don't know. Which 2 a.m.? I don't know. Boom, boom. What? Have sex with lights on. It's illegal to do that? This next one. We both are committing a class four misdemeanor. Hmm. Have sex outside of marriage. This is a punishable... This is punishable as a class four misdemeanor. How do you know what I... I'm not... I'm a virgin. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Dang. (laughs) That's all I gotta say. Um. When I saw these, I literally was like, who comes up with this? And how long have these been on the books as laws? Why are they on the books (laughs) as laws? And tickle a woman? Why? Who you can't did, tickle a woman. Who did that? A like, woman. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, let's be real. But I know that, like, in Virginia Beach, at, like, the oceanfront stuff, you can't use profanity. There's, like, signs everywhere. You can't use profanity. That makes sense just because there's family and kids and right, things like, like that. It just really... Mm. Whether you can face penalties for breaking these laws depends. In 2012, for example, the Virginia Supreme Court applied the law making it illegal to use profane, indecent, or threatening language over the phone. However, there are no known recent cases where a couple having sex with the lights on (laughs) was prosecuted. So, 
Wow. It That's... just it. I c- <clears throat> could not believe it. Wow. Speaking of couples having sex with the lights on. Um, okay. <laughs> was that your transition? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a it good wasn't one. A good... <laughs> I watched a Disney movie the other day. Two totally <laughs> unrelated things. Uh-huh. And it's the movie Elemental. You watched it without me? Bitch, do you know how long I'll be waiting to watch it with you? Probably. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, I watched it without you. Like, anyway, if, if we didn't see it in a movie theater together, yeah, we were not going to see it together. It. Uh-uh. Um, it has been popping up on like Disney really, Plus, and really I really want to watch it. But I think it's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. I think you really should watch it. Um, Disney's been coming out with really good. What really irritated me mm-hmm. is the fact that people are like, Disney movies aren't what they used to be. No, they're better because they talk about real shit that real people go through. Stuff, yeah. and, and if you really watch it and pay attention to it, mm-hmm. you see, you can see adults going through these issues mm-hmm. the same. Like, for instance, brief overview with Elemental mm-hmm. about Sugar. basically a girl following in her dad's footsteps and realizing that's not what she wants to do mm-hmm. and the implications of everything that comes with that right so yeah. it's a it's a good movie very heartfelt mm-hmm. um there was a point to it though there was a point to me mentioning this that i wanted to have this conversation with you about mm-hmm. um had to do with the characters the had plot? to do with like Disney movies. Well, I guess that that conversation. <laughs> well, there's that. That conversation point is. You know what I really need to do when I come up with these. <laughs> write them write down. Write them down because it was a good conversation point that I'm pretty sure I'm gonna remember right after we get done recording. Yeah. And then I'll have to wait till next week. Um. Speaking of Disney. Oh. My unpopular opinions are Disney related this week. No. Yes. Oh my God. Here we go. Okay. So, Tangled is a very overhyped and overrated Disney movie with an annoying, perky princess, a boring villain, and one memorable song. <laughs> yes, yes, to all except for the last one. Because I think, I think, um, um, Mother Knows Best. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, um, the Lanterns. What? What is? What is? What do? <laughs> I got a dream. Um, and I can see the light. Yeah. Those three songs, mm-hmm. which are really just like all the songs in the movie. I think so. Except, I think like, minus one or two mm-hmm. is, like, really good songs. Second one is Mushu gets too much praise. The dragon said five funny things and everyone worships him. I mean facts, though. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. I mean facts, though. Mm-hmm. Um, the deaths of Mufasa and Bambi's mom were not sad whatsoever. <laughs> False. Um. False. They were sad. I think I've never watched Bambi. It's been a very long time since I watched it. Well, let me rephrase that. I don't. 
recall. I don't recall watching Bambi. <laughs> uh-huh. Like I know I watched it mm-hmm. as a kid, but I don't remember watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, therefore, that kind of shows you how I feel about the death, the death of Bambi's mother. Mm-hmm. Um, Mufasa's death. Uh, Mufasa. Mufasa's dad. Mufasa, <laughs> however, got gets yeah. in her chokehold. Mm-hmm. Like, dad! I can't because I hear KJ. Right? Aww. Thank Long you. live the king! <laughs> Pussy ass bitch. It's funny because he's it's lying. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Moana is not that good. The story is predictable and had a bunch of obstacles that didn't serve any purpose. Okay, pause. So, a bunch of obstacles that didn't... Actually, no. I think the obstacles did serve a purpose. Predictable? No, because when I first watched it, I did not know, spoiler alert, Te Fiti was Te Ka. Did not see right. that coming. yeah. So, mm-hmm. I guess it really wouldn't be predictable. But it also... The movie as a whole is not that interesting. Also, they made promises that um, Pua was going to be more so in the movie, and it's not. True. So. Still a good movie. Mm-hmm. Just not. I feel like with the... With the Pacific Islander history mm-hmm. and story behind it... Right. It's a good start, but I feel like they could have done... They could have picked a, a really good good story with it mm-hmm. to really show the culture of it you know yeah i feel like they could have done better like with with princess and the frog they did really good at showing not only new orleans during that uh, during the 20s but also the jazz and the influences that right. jazz had the and, food and like cultural, the culture like, of, of voodoo and, right yeah of of being creole in that time and being black and creole i think they did Mm -hmm. a really good job at that but like they could have done better in moana Mm -hmm. personal opinion next one olaf is really annoying and his some people are worth melting for line is just not that deep bitch i cried when he first said it first off i watched frozen i remember watching frozen for the first time with my sister me and omega watched it at movie theaters and we were literally like the only two people in there i think there was like me her and like three other people mm-hmm. but we were crying literally when they opened up and do, um do you want to build a snow spoiler alert, sp- do you want to build a snowman mm-hmm. when their parents died tears yeah let it go tears mm-hmm. olaf every time tears <laughs> uh, uh, no i yeah. uh, false you're yeah. an idiot <laughs> um i don't like any of the toy story sequel sequels oh this next one's gonna i toy story i i like the toy story sequels in the order that they actually came out mm-hmm. the, my favorite one is the original mm-hmm. my second favorite toy story 2 mm-hmm. better Dennis Toy Story 4 and then, then 3. three. Mm-hmm. I think 4 was better than 3. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You ready for this one? No. It's going to irk you. Okay. Up is not worth the hype. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hope I never meet this person <laughs> ever. 
It's definitely worth the hype. Hello. It's about finding someone, loving someone, losing someone, and then what life looks like after that. Yeah. And then realizing that life is about loving and falling in love with a lot of different people at different times. To show grief. Exactly. Or the grief process, if you will. And not just the grief process, but how to continue to go on afterwards. Mm -hmm. And to show that life, even though, yes, you lose someone who was literally your life, Mm -hmm. life still has more to offer afterwards. Um, They're just heartless. <laughs> Flynn slash Eugene from Tangled is not as attractive as everyone makes him out to be. Facts. Uh, I believe that the Cars movies are the best Pixar movies and they are better than the Toy Story movies. What year did these come out in? Did she post these? Um, I don't know. It doesn't don't care. Don't go all the way out. Okay, or do I don't know. Okay. Either way, um, false. Um, <laughs> because uh, I only watch one Cars. That shows you how much one? I love, and that's the only one I ever watched. Me too. Mostly I've never because seen I do cars not too. like Cars. I'm not interested in it. But Cars one was good. Yeah. Not as good as. Ooh. There's a lot of other Ooh. Pixar movies that are better. Was it you that shared the Cars conspiracy theory? The, on Mater? Of what what theory? The he worked in a Oh, he worked in a graveyard. Yeah. Yeah, I told you about that. Yeah. So the theory goes because <laughs> Mater is a tow truck mm-hmm. and he tows if you look in like in the movie, his tow yard mm-hmm. are all car parts. Therefore he works at a graveyard and then he sells body parts of dead cars <laughs> so he works for the black market <laughs> mater is a criminal <laughs> like point blank it's always the ones you think are really dumb right the they're the smart masterminds ones. Behind, absolutely so. my name is to mater but without the two my name's uh mater, mater just like, like to mater, mater just without the two. <laughs> you know his sister is um he has a sister named can't remember i can't remember but it was a cute joke that was Mm -hmm. like (laughs) hold on Mm -hmm. i can't remember i can't remember but it was a cute joke that kind of coincides with that okay um next is the lion king is absolutely overrated the pacing is you can stop right there the story is not that exciting and a lot of music is kind of (laughs) cheesy you can stop right there this motherfucking bitch wants to disrespect people. Rude as fuck. Um, Merida is overhyped. First of all, fuck you. Anyway. I think I think they lost opportunity at doing more with her. I think they did too. Like I really do. I feel like she has a really good story, and she goes down in history as being the first princess. To literally say, I don't want nor need a prince. Everybody's like, oh, make Elphaba a lesbian. No, make Merida the lesbian. Elphaba? 
I definitely said Alphaba. You corrected yourself with saying the you first know, name right. Elsa, make Elsa a lesbian. I say make brave. It's funny because she played, her voice right. played Alphaba. Um, but make make Merida the the lesbian. I I don't feel like they need to be doing that much. Yeah. But I do feel like her storyline is worth making a sequel to, because. I just don't know where the sequel will go. But I do think it needs to be her, done. Her moving on without a prince. So, Princess right. Diaries 2. Princess Diaries 3. Princess Diaries 4. Because Princess Diaries... No. Princess Diaries... So, Princess Diaries 3. Because there's only two Princess Diaries. <laughs> yeah, I was like, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Um... Bing Bong from Inside Out sucks. He is super annoying, and his only purpose was to die so that the movie could have a cheap emotional moment. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Life in the Wrong with Troy and Danny. That was rude. I'm done. First off, have you watched? You watched Inside Out. You've never watched Inside Out? I know that scene only because. It was a trend on TikTok. I and I watched right. it, but I one cried. Um, two. Once again, I don't think I think she watches these movies and really try. She has to try not to want to connect with them, because if you were a human mm-hmm. that went through puberty, <laughs> you know, like this that movie literally speaks to your inner child. And literally, it's letting your inner child know that, like, everything's going to be okay. Just grow up. Uh, it's going to be fine. The, that, uh, anyway. I'm sorry. The next one was Hercules was a horrible movie. That's it? Yep. That's false. Have you heard the music in Hercules? <laughs> the jokes in Hercules? Mm-hmm. The comedic timing? The romance story? The music, like <laughs> let's be real, the muses. Hello, <laughs> the muses. The only thing that's horrible about that movie is the fact that I can go the distance is not long enough, True. and it's a two and a it's half a minute song. Interval. Of, it's a two like and a half music, minute song yeah. with a minute of interlude. Instrumental. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Yeah. It was a dropped opportunity absolutely uh toy story 4 was completely unnecessary the third film tied everything up in a nice little package and i thought that was the perfect ending to an iconic film franchise so although i can see what you're saying but i think the ending i I felt like with three with bo peep not being there it still felt incomplete Mm -hmm. and i think with i think four is a perfect ending Mm -hmm. Because it shows, because even then, at the end of it, it shows, I mean, we knew Woody wasn't going to be the favorite out of the group. Mm -hmm. He needed to have his storyline finished, too. Mm -hmm. And I think with the the ending of four, Mm -hmm. being that Bo Peep and Woody and all the new characters found their ending, I think four is good. They should not come out with a five. Mm Mm-mm. And if they do... That's like the fast movies. Right. They Might should keep have going. stopped after Paul Walker died. Like, everything after it just seemed very but, repetitive, almost. But, 
but they're race car drivers. They don't stop for stop signs. That's so cool. I know. He slammed into a tree. A wall. Right? A tree. Wall or a tree. Something. Either way, not funny. <laughs> Snow White gets too much hate. She's always lumped in with the, quote, worst princesses. And I really think it's unfair. I don't think she slumps into the worst princess. I think two things. One, she doesn't have enough of a story to for people to get to really know. That's one. Her and Aurora. But I definitely think one Disney needs to revisit that and come out with sequels. But also, what's really cool about them is they're the people who who characterize them at Disney World have a lot more freedom with them because they can. I mean, they, it has to be Disney approved, but they can come up and do a lot more mm-hmm. than what is confined with, like with Tiana. She has when she nine times out of ten she's talking or greeting something about cooking. But with Snow White, she can talk about anything. Really, anything that has to do with Snow White. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway. This one's going to make you try to end the episode again. The Little Mermaid. Oh, okay. We're done. <laughs> We're done. Is the worst Disney movie. Ariel is whiny, annoying, and entitled. <laughs> I know everyone hates Disney sequels, but Aladdin in The King of Thieves was an excellent movie. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, it was, but it wasn't. Not better than the first Aladdin. Oh, um, might get some hate from the black community for this. Mm-hmm. Unpopular opinion. I think the original Little Mermaid is better than the remake. Just yeah. because Ariel's black does not mean that I have to all of a sudden love her. Do I think Hallie did a good job? Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking phenomenal job. <laughs> but the original was, in my opinion, better. I can see that. The music was a little better. There were some things that were left out of the remake that were in the original. Oh, like scenes and stuff that would have been best. Yes, I wanted Daughters of Triton made- song. Right, or the, is it the chef? Yeah, Les yeah. Poissons. Yeah, like, there's a few things left out. Um, The Lion King 2, Simba's Pride, has a better story and better music than The Lion King. I can go ahead and, and bump you on that one. You ready? The Lion King 1 and had, a half had better, had better music <laughs> and better, better storyline. Quick before the hyenas come. <laughs> come on, really? <laughs> Um, Forky from Toy Story 4 is it's a great annoying. character. <laughs> no. Forky is annoying as fuck. <laughs> Love him, but hate him. And last one. Pacha's wife. Is it Best Chicha? Is, yeah. The, from the Emperor's New Groove is an underrated Disney parent. She is a very much underrated Disney parent. She deserves her own story. Like, she's great. Nah, I'm going to do this last one. Tarzan had the worst soundtrack. I was okay. It's okay until that. 
I cannot listen to parts of Tarzan's soundtrack because they make me cry. I am really upset at that. And list. I. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna. Anyway. <laughs> I can't believe that they would. They would do say that, say most of that, and make horrible. it horrible, ma- and make it public for everybody to mm-hmm. know. Like that was absolutely uncalled for. That was horrific. Um, where's my? Hold on. Oops. Why can't I stop? Wait, I did this already. Where's the? Oh, um, so I have one, two, one, two, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two, am I the assholes? Okay. And I have a funny, not funny, but funny post from that group that we, um... Okay. Yeah. So let's do the question first. So okay. one of the questions, um, well, the question one is, how do I get CNAs to respect me when I, a nurse, try to delegate tasks? I was a CNA for 13 years before I went to nursing school. Mm-hmm. I would get UTIs from not being able to take breaks. I would bring spare clothes because I would sweat through them within a couple of hours. It was grueling and backbreaking work, and I had no respect for the nurses mm-hmm. who couldn't answer a call light or change a patient. Mm-hmm. I do understand the attitude CNAs have towards um, genuinely unhelpful nurses who do not who don't do patient care. I'll never forget when a nurse finished her foot dressing. And called me in to put the patient's socks back on because she was too lazy. Now I'm a nurse working in general medicine. The CNA to patient ratios are great. And the CNAs spend majority of their shift on their phones. One of them even watched the entire Titanic movie on shift uninterrupted. I really try not to delegate because I find it awkward. I change most of my patients and do as much care as I can. I toilet them and and assist them with transfers. But if room one just fell and hit their head, room two is having 10 out of 10 chest pain, and room three is agitated and needs a PRN medication ASAP, I'm going to delegate to the CNAs that's on their phone to bring room four the water they've been requesting for the last hour. Mm -hmm. They immediately act like a victim and that the big bad nurse thinks she's above doing these tasks. So my question is, what can I do more efficiently? What can I do to more efficiently delegate to the CNAs without them getting upset? What advice would you give and how would you want the nurse to approach you? Okay. So in that situation, you're not going to be able to ask them to do stuff without an attitude because you've set the standard already. You, from the beginning, have done stuff done yourself. stuff yourself um, with my CNAs. It's always in 
open your mouth and say something policy. If I write down the assignment, how I see that it should be written down, and you have input, I'm all ears. But if you come at me kind of sideways, I'm no longer open-minded to what you need or have to say. I wrote the assignment and that's how it is. And if there are things going on in the shift, if I am in an active med pass, I'm not allowed to do those tasks anyway. I have to finish my med pass. But if I'm sitting on my tail and there's four lights going off and I see all of you on your phones, I'm going to look at you and go, your room, whatever, their light's on or so-and-so's light is on. And of course I'm going to tell you because I'm watching you on your phone. There's no hindrances to why you can't go answer your call lights. Mm -hmm. Now, the way our floor is set up, our floors are set up, if they're in the break room, they don't see the lights. That doesn't work for me. And I know you guys can hear the beeping because you can hear the beeping all the way at the end of the hallway (laughs) for call lights. So for for delegating, if you've already set that standard where you're going to do everything on your own, now your CNAs think that they don't have to do anything right. and that you're going to do it. Right. But that's the standard you've set already. And right. unfortunately, you're going to be the bad guy as you continue to delegate. But it also might be your approach to how you delegate, too. I realize that like you're I'm scared. Not just scared, but maybe have a little bit of an attitude. Because if you are stressed out because those first three rooms are having problems... Your approach to telling someone, hey, room four really needs some some water, right? Well, if they've been on their phone for the last however many hours, because Titanic is how many hours long? Uh, two and a half. Right. So Almost two and a half. Say they were watching Titanic, and room four's light has been going off for the longest, I'll, right? I'll say two hours and 20... Let me stop. <laughs> and... They might not have been paying attention to what you said about the first three rooms. Mm-hmm. All they heard was, oh, you can't get them water, you know, because, you you, you know, like, you've already set that standard. So it's going to be hard to break, and you will be the bad guy, but it is your job as their nurse right? to make but see, sure that you still what, do that. What I also see is, like, you're asking the wrong question because you're trying to figure out how can you delegate it without them getting upset? Listen, they're going to be upset no matter what. Period. I don't think there's a single shift since I've worked at the facility where, where I, that I, I haven't had pissed no, someone off. Right. Where aid wasn't mad about something. But guess what? In two hours, it's not going to matter. Because in two hours, I'm leaving. Once I clock out, I don't give a fuck. But it's not just that. But in two hours, they're going to be already invested in the shift. It doesn't matter. Right. Um, I get a lot of like... Oh, can we trade off so-and-so and so-and-so, right? Can we switch? And most of the time, it's out of, like, location-type situation. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of having this extra person over here, they just swap, you know? And my opinion is always the same. Okay, well, then let's write it down. Because if something's wrong with either one of those residents, then... I need to know who Then who, who had it. responsible, you know, who was responsible. Now, for example, tonight's shift, right? Um, my floor partner, excuse me, my floor partner for tonight kept talking about one specific CNA being 
a little more bouncy and friendly, if you will, with other CNAs and made a comment like she doesn't seem like she strives to be more than just a CNA. And in that same conversation, tried to tell me that she left a resident like like their gown was really wet. No, this is like a resident that's a very heavy wetter and often sweats. So it's not like it's not like if she did change him that in two or three hours he's on a peg tube and continuous you know fluids. Like of course he's gonna He's gonna go to the bathroom and that happens it, it doesn't speak that she never touched him during the shift or that she didn't go and round on him yeah and so she was looking for her right for like 20 minutes she was in doing mm. another resident oh in doing another resident and she never this my floor partner never looked at the assignment that new CNA didn't even have mm. that resonant but it's one of those things like if we are going as, us as charge nurses if that's what we're doing we are leading them right. as much as we are working with them right and if you're tracking down a CNA that didn't even have that resident I don't think they're going to be as receptive to right. you delegating anything. Now, right. there's the one that was picking at me when I first got on the floor. Mm -hmm. Do you remember? And I looked at her and I said, hey, are you busy? She said, no. And then she said, do you need something? Are you okay? I said, yes, I'm fine. Thank you. But can you make sure all the lifts are plugged in and you bring all the linen carts back towards clean utility or to the nurse's station, please? Oh, you assigned one person to do that? No, not oh. usually. But the other one had already cleaned the shower room, and the other one had cleaned the day room. And so those were the last two tasks that needed to be done. Oh, you follow those tasks list? I do, and I add other things if stuff's going on. Oh. Like, it depends. I find it I find it interesting how we do things differently. Even totally more. different. Because me, all of you guys are doing that. All of you guys are in charge. And, and it says, oh, like one of them is like cleaning up the day room. Mm -hmm. All of you are going to be in charge of cleaning up the day room. If I, if it's 10 o'clock, mm -hmm. you guys are sitting on your ass and I walk into the day room and it's a mess. All of you are getting up and cleaning it. Right. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't do that. If I like, I mean, I don't play that. If mm -hmm. I go down the halls and I see them all, um, if I see one or two, okay, I'll plug it up. But if I see them all unplugged, oh, y'all yeah. need to get up and go plug them up. Bathrooms cleaned after every single person is using them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But my, so all of my CNAs are normally done, done, except for one resident by 10, 15. Right. So there's no reason for 45 minutes I should be watching you sit on your ass. Right. When I know that there's stuff being done. I don't And do I that. haven't sat down yet. Exactly. I, no. So a majority of the time, I don't have to tell them, but there are a few, a where few times where to? I have to, hey... You guys have been sitting for a little bit. Right. I appreciate that you've worked hard this shift, but we have other stuff we have to take care of. Right. I think um, all in all, it's just like, you got to, I don't know. 
Um, put on your britches. Your, your big girl britches. Me? No, her. Oh, to delegate. I, I was like, eh. Because like, if we if we are able to delegate it like that, mm-hmm. I also think that, like I said, I I think you're trying to be their friend. Because you've experienced what they have. Because you experienced, and I get it, you can be right. sympathetic, but you, right. you can't be their friends. Because my thing mm-hmm. is, and the way that I kind of rule it, we can ha-ha, key-key, have fun, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it's me and my license. Right. So. And if I have to answer for these residents, so will you. So you, in a heartbeat. So will you. So you need to make sure you do mm-hmm. what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And I think you're, the person who wrote that is still trying to be friends. Discern which right like oh well i know what they went through so i get it so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna just go ahead and do this because i want to show them that i'm not like the other nurses all right you you burn out if you want to that you experience like you burn out if Mm -hmm. you want to there was tonight for example like adding different tasks i had one i had a i guess the main cna that was there tonight Mm -hmm. that has all my men Mm mm-hmm on the floor or on that side of the floor um she came across one of the residents in their room who was like almost hanging out of his bed and this is my littlest Mm. resident okay and she told me that he's that was the second time that she had come across it and I said, okay, well, how, how much time between check-ins was it? She said about an hour. Hmm. And I said, okay, well, for the next two hours, either me or you every 15 minutes needs to check in. Because he's clearly being a bit active. Right. And if you catch it one more time of him trying to wiggle out of his bed, we're going to move him to the recliner. Mm-hmm. And that's just for safety. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want him to be on the floor. Mm-hmm. And um, thankfully, like, we were both changing off, like, going to check on him every 15 minutes. And it was almost like, like a post-fall type situation where you have to do neuro checks and stuff. I wasn't, like, assessing him. or just checking in on him. And, but I had to do that. Like, hey, I know that you're busy, but we gotta, we gotta do it this way because I don't want him on the floor. But you have to learn, and that was hard for me as a new nurse. That was hard for me because I wanted, I wanted my CNAs to like me. I wanted them. I think for me, it wasn't hard for me just because I, I didn't give a foot. But I, I wanted my CNAs to like me. Right. And I've never been, especially from when we were in nursing school, I've never been the nurse that was like, oh, room two wants ice. I've never been that nurse. If I if, if, I, if to... I was in there and they asked me mm-hmm. or I go in to check on them to see what they need and they said that, if I'm currently doing something, yes, I'm getting your aid. If I am not doing anything, mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and do it. If I've been, if I'm in, a, in the middle of a med pass, I say, I can put your call light on for you and you can let your aid know or... When I'm done passing meds, I will come back and get it for you. Which would you like me to do? And sometimes it's, can you put my light on? Other times it's, you can come back when you're done. Right. And most of the time, even me saying that, they don't put their light on anymore. One. And two, 
by the time I am done with my med pass, their aid has already been in there. All right. Um, first, am I the asshole? Am I the asshole for dumping my Christian boyfriend? We were dating for about a month, and it was mostly casual stuff. This week, though, I went to his house and found a couple of Bibles and some religious stuff. He told me that he was Christian. I thought about it for a while and dumped him that day. We fought, and he said I was discriminating against him as a religion-phobe. I honestly don't believe our worldviews are compatible as a Christian and an atheist. Am I the asshole? I think you are. You should not be in a relationship if you think I religion is going to. No, and here's why. They are not wasting any more time. Because if if our if our worldviews don't match, then that brings up a lot of questions for when they have if when or if they have children. Um, if he is, you know, fully in his faith, right, and and that's what he's doing, and he decides he wants to go to church and that kind of thing, well, if her opinion is that she doesn't want, she doesn't want to go, obviously, because she's an atheist, but she, what if she doesn't want her children to go? That's a mm-hmm. huge argument. Mm-hmm. One about how to bring up faith-wise their children. Right. Um, but also... That that comes with a lot. There's a lot that goes into that, though. But, but exactly, that's that's my point. There's a lot that goes into it. So I feel like you should you have broken up with him that day and then called it quits. No, I think that you should have talked about it. I feel like that's deserving of a conversation. Hey, okay, you're Christian. I'm atheist. What would that look like in the future for us? What are your expectations of me as an atheist? Does it say to be? age? No. Um, but what is your expectation of me as an atheist mm-hmm. to do? Because I don't want to be Christian. So what is your expectations of me? Mm-hmm. And if she can live with those, I'm assuming she can live with those right. expectations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, you are... Um, now, if we get married and have kids, mm-hmm. what would your expectations for our kids to be? Right. I feel like you calling it quits right then and there mm-hmm. is done. It's, it's stupid. I feel like you should have warranted a conversation. Because my thing is, yes, he could be a Christian. Yes, you went to his house, saw Bibles and Christian stuff. But, like, did you see how far of a Christian he is? Did, like, it, to me, it's like, it's 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 different if, for me, I'm not expecting my kids. My kids can choose if they want to go to church or not. Mm-hmm. And if they want to go to church, great, we'll go to church. If they don't want to go to church, I'm not going to force them to go to church. Mm-hmm. So and that's my personal view but i'm still a christian do you see what i mean mm-hmm. so it's like i i kind of feel like you you it warrants a conversation and then after that conversation if you are not liking the results of it mm-hmm. if the expectations is going to be too high then you can call it quits mm. well i can't say just between me and mm-hmm. you know who mm-hmm. i was like I'm Christian he's Catholic mm-hmm. right and that brought up quite a few like misunderstandings on religion it also brought up a lot of oh well I I I don't attend mass but I am Catholic if you want to attend church that's cool 
type situation and oh well it, it did come up and did where he joined me in going to church and then was baptized in the church type mm-hmm. situation but it's just one of those things like that yes one? yeah mm-hmm. never mm-hmm. had a clean before after anyway <laughs> um but it's just one of those <laughs> i love him one of those things like eh. i'd say for that type of conversation i think they felt like they're like like they said their worldview their understanding would not have been on the same page which obviously it's not but that it would be not worth any more time. I don't want to say wasted, but wasted together. Yeah. But yes, continue. <laughs> I don't like that you made that noise. Or that you're rubbing your forehead like that. Uh-huh. <clears throat> okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, I am a female. Okay. And my boyfriend have been dating for four years now. Mm-hmm. And I thought everything was good because our relationship has been great. But earlier today, I woke up at 6 a.m. to my boyfriend acting weird on his phone. So I got up and I saw the app. Mm-hmm. The Grinder app. Oh no. Um. <laughs> he said that it was going to be a surprise because he had gotten us a threesome. A what? <laughs> I was really uncomfortable with the idea. He also told me that he sent pictures of me to the third person and he was trying, he was trying to uh, to the third person he was trying to add to our relationship. Oh, no. I felt so uncomfortable as he was telling me that they were arranging the cost of the hotel and bottles. So I guess my question is, would you guys be mad or am I overreacting? Mm-hmm. Also, should I believe he was actually planning that or should I believe, should I be worried about him cheating? Sweetheart. Grinder. <laughs> Denial is a river in Egypt. Your boyfriend is gay. <laughs> um, Grinder is meant for men to meet other men. Update. For sex. Uh-huh. The topic about the threesome was nev- has never came up, so this was out of the blue. Mm-hmm. I was blindsided in all of this, and that's why I'm uncomfortable with this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but something like that should be talked about and looked at yeah. together, not just thrown it, not just throw it on to someone. Asked to see the messages, and he wouldn't. He wouldn't let me see it. Mm, no. I tried taking the phone from him, but before he could even get a hold, before I could even get a hold of his phone, the app was deleted. Mm. When I pressed him more about it, he logged in, and all the messages from there were deleted. Mm. So I couldn't even see the conversation. So at this point, I'm just going off what he's telling me. I tried breaking up with him, but he wouldn't let me, saying that he begged God for me. And now that he 
has me, he doesn't want to lose me. This morning I woke up and there was flowers with a long note apologizing. Once again, the Nile is a river in Egypt. Your boyfriend is gay. And if he is. Or at least bisexual. If he is. Or pansexual. And if he is. Go ahead. Definitely should have a conversation about that. Um, but uh, I think that you guys need to have a greater it's conversation. It sounds like he was trying to get his up. piece and he got caught and he tried to come up with some reason why. Right, and every yeah. every person who ever used Grinders know once you delete the app or log out and log back in, the messages are all deleted. Mm, I did not know that. Yeah. Interesting. Um, that this isn't the first grinder story that I've seen, and you know, you know how to know if the person you're dating has messed with the other sex. I'm not gonna say is gay, but has messed with the other sex. You go on YouTube and you look up grinder notification sound, and then you play it around them and see what they do. Oh, like no. if they react to it, mm-hmm. either looking at you. Looking at their, especially if they're looking at their phone, mm-hmm. you can tell they have Grinder or have used Grinder before. That's insane. <laughs> it does not work for the homosexual community because everyone knows what that notification is. <laughs> so it's more like, huh. You can tell. Well, I guess you can tell if they have it on their phone, right? Because if they, they hear it, them. they'll look at their phone, and that means they have Grinder on there. Well, what if they're just curious why their phone made that noise? They would be like, why is my, they would, why is my phone, what noise was that? Oh, like, okay. what the fuck was that? Their facial reaction? Like, they, they would genuinely be, like, curious. Like, uh-huh. what the fuck? I'm talking about, they pick up their phone, like, oh. <laughs> do it. Be around a straight guy and do it and see their reaction. They're going to look at you like, I'm telling you. Denial is a river and did I answer your question? Oh yeah, I did. You're cheating. <laughs> Molly, you in danger, girl. That was all I Yeah, had. I feel like there was too many like There's too many red flags. Yeah. There's too many red flags in that. Um The Nile is a river in Egypt. Oh, sorry, excuse your me. Your boyfriend is gay. Um, okay, so this little, um, I'm in that group. I'm not going to say what yeah, don't the say that group. N- name of the group But is, she's in a group. But I'm in a group. <laughs> and I'm going to show you <laughs> this picture. Okay. 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 Um, for... Like, general speaking, it's a guy holding a giant catfish, okay? Um, and the comment section made me chuckle. Mm-hmm. Um, first one is, never seen a more obvious catfish. Yeah, because he's holding a catfish. <laughs> um, he has a thing for big bottom feeders. Wow. <laughs> Um, can you just ask him where the fishing spot is, please? With a bunch of, like, crying, laughing faces. Um, he likes big fish and he cannot lie. I like big fish and he cannot <laughs> lie. Um, 
I bet he always catches the biggest fish. All I can think is how do you put your hands in like that to lift it up? Yikes. <laughs> yeah, because he's holding it by like yeah. the gills. Uh-huh. But there, there was one, I, I didn't screenshot it, but there was one um, who's a girl who was like, I guess, interacting with this gentleman posted him and was like hey any red flags the very first set of comments was his girlfriend and she didn't know that he was on dating sites until she saw the post yes she did you want to know how now because she was on that group well that was the first time like he had ever been posted by somebody else and so she... I know, but she had she had to have some kind of inkling to be in that group. Well, because they were only in a relationship for like two months, and she had been in the group for longer than that. Oh. And she was like, oh... Oh, sorry, they've been together... They had to have been together longer because they had been living together for two months. And... So she's known to... Okay. Yeah, so she was like... Um, to anyone who's been talking to him, I'm his, and she put in quotes, current girlfriend. He's been living with me for two months and then like went through this like laundry list of red flags, right? And then at the bottom, she said, I'm very glad I came across this post because now I have more than a fair amount of reasons to make sure that he leaves my apartment. Absolutely. Right? And then, um, like, then, like, that was, like, a week ago. And then, like, two days ago, she, like, posted, like, an update, if you will. And she was like, um, I finally got him out of my place. Um, anyone want to go get drinks? Like, it was just, like, a bunch of, like, females from... That had interacted with him on... Mm-hmm. I think it was Tinder. Of course it was Tinder. But, you know, had interacted with him. So that was that post. Then there was another one of a girl, like, sharing her red flags of her ex, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, going, you know, into the comments, whatever. And all of a sudden, the same girl that, like, posted the original commented, like, two weeks after the original post... And was like, who, whoever, whoever in this group ran back and told him what I said. Ooh. Yeah. So some girl is playing, oh, she called her a, a pick me girl. So some pick me bitch that's in the group. Pick me. Choose <laughs> me. Love me. <laughs> Some pick me bitch saw the original post, took screenshots of it, right? Sent it to the guy, and then he then started calling, texting, harassing this the original poster about what this other pick me bitch mm-hmm. had told him. Mm-hmm. And he was like denying she said denying everything. And, like, calling her all kinds of names and stuff. And one of the rules of the group is that 
you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And it's because it becomes a safety issue. Right. Question. And <laughs> what are your opinions on red flags? Like, are they for you red flags? Or are they non-negotiables? I lived with a walking red flag for nine years. I clearly had blinders on my no, guy. No, no, no. That's red flags. When you see someone there go, mm, red flag, is that a non-negotiable for you? I guess it would depend on what the red flag was. Well, I kind of feel like, it, and the reason why I say that is because in my head, I don't think red flags are non-negotiable. They're just red flags. Like, warning, look out for that, like, be careful. But it would I feel like the non-negotiables are non-negotiables. Like, I can, not saying that minds have any, but I can date <laughs> someone mm-hmm. and they have red flags and still be with them. Well, just because someone has flaws doesn't mean anything. Right. And, and I was going to say. And it really, and I guess that's where it really, but once it moves, for me, it's like once it moves out of red flags, mm-hmm. it becomes a non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. Which is something where it's like, no, I cannot be with them. Right. I think, like I said, I think it would depend on what the red flag was. But to some, a red flag not might not be somebody else's red flag. It might be well, just your own personal standard. Right. That you don't feel like negotiating on, but if I, that person exactly. Has a but I right. feel like those are now non-negotiables. Right. But ours might not be the same. Facts, mm, I see what you're saying. Like, what you see as a red flag, I might. It might Girl, what I see as a red flag, you better. <laughs> if it ain't on your non-negotiable, it better be a red flag too. Because if you green light that shit, we got a we got an issue. Me and you got an issue. But yeah. I don't know. Oh, I had a conversation with my floor partner today. Oh, did you? About, like, trust. Oh, okay. I was talking with um, an aide and another nurse, and they were like, it was me, my floor partner, Mm -hmm. who's not my usual floor partner, Mm -hmm. um, and then an aide and then another nurse. Mm -hmm. Um, Two of them are cancers. And then I'm the Scorpio, and the other one was is a, uh, what is she? It was April. I don't know what Aprils are. They're not Tauruses. Aprils are not, uh, Pisces, not Pisces. Aries? Aries. She's an Aries. So um, they, they, we were talking, and they were like, I was telling them how me and norm don't talk every single day and they were like what and i was like yeah Mm -hmm. uh, i don't we don't have to talk every like i i trust that i trust him like i'm not gonna sit there and and be all up on his shit because i trust him and my floor partner agreed and was like yeah i don't do that whole every moment need to be talking about each other and like oh yeah mm-hmm. and they were like that's weird how do you just trust people and i was like how do you not trust your partner you know mm, and then yeah. in my head i'm like if you don't trust your partner that means either a you don't care about them or b you up to some shit <laughs> But I just wanted to know your general thoughts on that. So I, with my situationship, right, we have two times a day that are like standard, if you will, and that's morning and bedtime. Mm-hmm. 
during the day it's kind of like spotty it's not like a consistent right conversation like right. the whole day right and i'm okay with that right i can say that just based on my own excuse me my own i burped recent situation you know my recent traumas if you will i me personally could not handle not talking every day and we don't necessarily have like long lengthy conversations but i think it's the acknowledgement and and, and let me clarify so me and norm will we can go a day or two at most two days but really it's like it's not like we're not talking it's just right we both have lives to live and i'm not going to make you stop living your life to text me for my satisfaction so it's like we have our standard which is at least every two days has that varied in the past yes Mm -hmm. and there's usually an explanation for it that Mm -hmm. is given either before it happens or after it happens, mm-hmm. I had a very busy week, or I'm about to have a very busy week. Mm-hmm. You might not hear from me for a little bit. But um, typically, it's at most two days, mm-hmm. not really more than that. Um, I just, I, I think it, for me, I'm I'm okay if the only thing we say is good morning and good and, night. And, like, right. I'm okay with that. Right. But I think for me, it's the acknowledgement. Right. Like acknowledging my existence for the day. Right. And it doesn't have to be any conversation in between those two and, messages. And, the, and see, and that's also the thing, and too. Like, I'm okay like, with the good morning and good and, night. And that's more so of actual words being texted to one each right. other or a phone call being had. Mm-hmm. In the midst of those two days, at mm-hmm. most, there is plenty of memes, videos, appropriate videos that we find on social media. <laughs> Don't get your head out the gutter. <laughs> Um, being sent to one another mm-hmm. on social media, Fair, okay. but it's not it's not like conversation wise. Yeah, we check in on each other every two days, mm-hmm. and then we have conversations, mm-hmm. talking about whenever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Usually on either my day off or while we're playing the game, the game together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't just my opinion or my right my feeling on that is i i couldn't imagine going more than a day without talking to him right but like i said even if the only thing is the acknowledgement of good morning and good night i'm okay with that right. like if that's all that we get to say i'm completely what satisfied with that because like i the last time i talked to him was friday it's and then i talked to him today sunday well uh, yeah, I, yeah last i talked to him was friday mm-hmm. then i talked to him sunday mm-hmm. so is that more than a day or is that two days because to me that's two days yeah okay every other day yeah like that's yeah. that's how i do it yeah. every other day i guess right. would be easier to understand but also like just like with my situation ship like we're our schedules are so wonky different right and Ours so are di- yours right. and norms so but do you guys do well, probably not. We do this thing, too, where this upcoming weekend, I'm spending the weekend with him. Mm-hmm. So, like, we will probably not talk. Our last conversation will probably be Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then we will probably talk 
for a little bit Friday to, to mash concrete out details. mash yeah. out details, mm-hmm. and then we'll not talk until we see each other. Saturday. Un- until I text, hey, I'm on my way. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's generally what we do. Like even when I just go up there to see him for a date or for the weekend or whatever, mm-hmm. usually Wednesday is the time that we stop talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Friday we mash out details, and that's maybe a 10-minute phone call. Right. Sometimes even it's just a text, and then mm-hmm. we see each other. But for me, it's like it builds up that excitement more. Fair. To see each other. I yeah. mean, I'm excited whether he talked to me yeah. every day or not, yeah. but, like, it's really, like, for some reason it's more meaningful and when that, we don't. And, and I, I, think I get tr- more excited. I think, too, it's, it would be cruel to try to blanket every relationship as being the same right because i promise you my situationship is nothing like yours and norm's relationship and, and it and would be weird thing. to have a be, standard that was like that right but i also think that it's really weird like the timing that you guys have with talking and stuff mm-hmm. oh i could never i used to be able to what do you mean but that was like a trauma toxic thing that i was like forced to do what? like the talking and and then how frequently you guys talk mm-hmm. and conversate, yeah. whether it's through phone or text, mm-hmm. I could never. We. The were, good morning, good night. And what's crazy is that I didn't, I, I didn't start that. Right. Like that wasn't something. I don't know if I. Could. I said it. I think I said good night once, like before it had started, and then he just started doing now, it. Now, if we're like texting before one of us goes to bed then we'll say good night right but like but i mean have you seen them like it's just like clockwork and it's not even clockwork at the same time but actually i take that back he does it three times a day good morning good afternoon and good night right like like three <gasps> separate times now good if, for him right because that's Could that's not, that's weird not weird. not weird but no, that's it's, new it's, to it's, me yeah it's new to me so, do I like it? Yes. I like when I wake up in the morning that I see the message from him. Absolutely. I enjoy that before I go to bed, I see it. You know what I enjoy? I enjoy freaking out. Well, I don't do it as often, but like freaking out like, <laughs> he doesn't love me anymore. <laughs> oh my God, he wants to break This, in the beginning of our relationship, you do that all I the was time. doing it all the time. But I can't really I say was like, he doesn't. I was doing the same right. thing. In the beginning of of mm-hmm. mine and Norm's relationship, I was always like, "Oh my god, he doesn't want to be, be with, with me." And then, literally, after I finish ranting, I get a ding, <laughs> and I'm like, "Never mind." <laughs> you love we've, me. we've had to do that. We've had to check each other. Yeah, like we have to. If you yeah, don't knock that off. But but we, I that hasn't happened. Oh gosh, it happened like a few weeks ago. You were conscious. Yeah. You were contemplating just the relationship in general because you weren't. I don't know if like that something was, was August, going on. No, that was middle of. What, what month are we in? September? <laughs> September. That was middle of August. So that was A like few four weeks, weeks ago. ago. <laughs> that was like four or five weeks ago. And I mean, obviously, like you guys had had a conversation. Like, I think that day after dinner. Because we were at work. And you, I think you guys FaceTimed or something. Uh, and then uh-huh. you were fine. <laughs> you were fine after that. And to be fair, that was a, that was one of the 
I I was not getting an explanation before. I got it after, and it was that one was the longest. Well, not the longest. That one was well. That well, wasn't longer. That was yeah. one of the longer ones. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't talk for I want to say maybe three, maybe four days. Yeah, it just we've had to check each other a few times on that. You know, and it I was a work thing. I don't thing. think he's really interested in anymore. I don't know and why I, don't I know, do that. No, I'm saying even with myself. Right. I don't, even, I, don't, I don't know why he would be interested in me. But I don't think he's interested in anymore. And A lot of that is, is, like I said, it was, unfortunately, with my past relationship, if you don't know what relationship, relationship, relationship that is, you can go ahead and go back to episode three, I believe. Season with one. Troy, what's happening? Season <laughs> one. Um, but with that relationship it conditioned me to always have to be in constant communication of what i'm doing where i'm at Mm -hmm. who i'm with what's happening what's going on what am i thinking what am i feeling that Mm -hmm. um and honestly it conditioned me to be that way towards her as well Mm -hmm. but did some deconditioning after we broke up and then being in this relationship at Mm -hmm. first Mm -hmm wasn't about it Mm -hmm. and then after he sent me that first message of him like hey i'm sorry that was the longest i think it was like a week and a half almost two weeks where Mm -hmm. he didn't message me and he apologized and was like i'm really interested in you like i I still still, i it was just it was a really tough time at work Mm -hmm. i think that was the moment where i was like right okay and i that was the moment that i made in my mind this the the okay this is what you wanted you wanted someone to actually really want to be in a relationship with you and see Mm -hmm. where it goes you yourself can't lie you want to see where this goes so you now have to make that conscious decision to Mm -hmm. change your toxic traits that Mm -hmm. you know are there Mm -hmm. and i had to make sure that i was like okay well if this is how it's going to be and i want this too Mm -hmm. i have to in my mind change how i operate in relationships yeah. And I could not have it any better than what it is now. I think I love that man. He's definitely showing. Sorry, my situation, not Norm. <laughs> um, he better not be showing you nothing. <laughs> um, it's showing me just a different, a different way. Yeah, and it's weird to me, yeah. honestly, because I, it's just so new. And that's the only reason it's weird. Because it's not bad. It's fantastic. He kept... And I'm sure I annoy him with it. And I don't mean to. But there were some days where I had to apologize for just existing. Mm -hmm. And it was because whatever I was doing that day just wasn't good enough for whatever need that wasn't met. Mm -hmm. Right? And so I apologize excessively about everything. I do it to you. I do it to everyone. And you saying that just irritated me and I don't know why. Probably because I'm I'm tired of you hearing I'm tired of hearing you say sorry. Yeah. And like literally, literally, oh I wake up. I am not a morning person. It is not a secret. Mm-hmm. Like mm, give me a good twenty, thirty minutes before talking to me. Mm-hmm. So I get up nine times out of ten been up for maybe like 10 15 minutes mm-hmm. i come out into the kitchen you're cooking uh-huh. or you're putting together our laundress 
I walk in to go to the refrigerator and I slightly move to the side and you're immediately, I'm sorry. You are not in my way. I am in your way. <laughs> Why are you saying sorry? And Ugh. like I told him, I was like, I'm, that I'm irritates sorry. Me. I'm sorry <laughs> that I do that. And I will do better at not doing it. And I have gotten a little bit better. Yeah, because before it was. Sorry. Sorry. Before sorry. it was a constant conversation. You know what really makes me mad? Well, not makes me mad. A tall tale sign for me to know that you think I am upset at you is you constantly apologize. Yeah. If you think I'm mad at you for doing something or whatever, or if you're trying to, or if we got into a little tiff and you think I'm still mad about the tiff, you will constantly apologize for everything. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, she still think I'm mad. Mm -hmm. I got to address that eventually but and i i, just I had to up, explain so I'm not to him right too now. like a majority of my sorries come from not being able to understand the tone being used all right and it's just a th like i i can't tell your tone and instead of asking i hear that also He's watching TikTok. But why is it... Why is it so loud? I don't know. I can hear it like through our right. headsets. Right. Anyway. The heck? Um, but, and I, I had to explain like it's because I. You're tone deaf. It's not so much that. Not it's, like tone deaf musically. It's like, it's I think he you, could have you truly, smiled. Right. And his tone wouldn't have matched. Right. Right. And so I don't know. Are you happy or are you not happy? Right. I'm very confused. I know, but I, th I'm, I, I feel like that has made you tone deaf to the outside right. world. Like, do you remember last night when I said he, he said what? After I sent a pout, like a yeah. pouting meme, right? There was nothing wrong. But when I saw the word what, it instantly was negative. Right. What? It, it wasn't like a, a normal what or, you know, a questioning what. Did he put a question mark afterwards? Yes. That's um, it? Just what? Question mark? Mm -hmm. Capital W, lowercase w. Capital. I would have read the same thing. What? You know what I mean? I would have read the same thing. Like, my, my mind was like, okay, so he's upset. I'm just going to play it off. Instead of saying I'm sorry, because that would have been my normal response, I went, oh, nothing. It's. That's just, that's just oh, as worse as I'm sorry. Maybe I know this and not necessarily other people, but you saying, oh, nothing is the same as I'm sorry. Oh, I put. I don't want to. I'm saying in our life. No, I know. I'm just. I'm not going to say. I said nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing lovely and then a bunch of like like kissy faces or whatever so anyway <laughs> um <laughs> but literally I like uh -huh. like i that was my response okay we're going on two hours of just <laughs> this is literally <laughs> this is literally how our conversation just right. to let everybody, just to recap if you made it this far and i'm probably going to try to make a mental note to say it at the beginning of next episode i want people to remember that 
these this podcast is a is a open invitation to the conversations that me and Danny have. And I know that they, and it's on a daily basis. And I know that sometimes these podcasts are long winded, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's to really just show not only what the minds of millennials, 20, almost 30 something year olds, uh, (laughs) a, a, Newly single divorcee with a child <laughs> and a black homosexual man with a lovely, lovely significant other mm-hmm. boyfriend. Like, it lets you into minds, our minds. We're inviting you in. We're letting you show it. We're letting you show our life in the raw yeah. um, and how it really is and how it really goes. Yeah. Um. So I just wanted just to remind, like, when it comes to, like, the purpose of this podcast, honestly, our purpose is to, once again, let you guys in, but also... This is cheaper than therapy. It's cheaper than therapy, (laughs) but it's also to let you, let people in, but also for them to know that any issues that they're not, that they're going through, they're not alone, Mm -hmm. and that's why we are very adamant on... You know, trying to get you guys to post on, and this is no no matter what age range. Yeah. Post on our social media pages, ask us questions, tell us stories, so you can get our point of view um, from a different age group that you're in, mm-hmm. how other people might take what your story is mm-hmm. or question is. Um, and that goes for every generation. If you're younger, want an older point of view. If you're older, wanting a younger point of view. Right. If you're just a person who wants a different point of view. That's why we're doing this. We're mm-hmm. kind of opening the window to a different mindset, a different way of thinking. Because mm-hmm. although yeah. ours is similar, that's not the same. Ours we is very similar. Very, very, we see things totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that that's what makes it productive is that what I might not see as clear as you, you sharing, and vice versa. Right. Oh, I didn't think about it that way. Or, right. Oh, I didn't process it like that. Right. So, I already posted our quote mm-hmm. um, on our group page. So, f- I'll share it, but if you guys make it this far, it's fine. <laughs> um, I forgive myself for selfishly wanting to be loved. I gave the best parts of myself to those who never took me seriously. I should have given that love to myself first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Anything else you want to add? Um, do a crash course of uh, Peaks and Pits and you can do your spiel and we'll uh, end it. I'll do my spiel and then we do Peaks no, no, and Pits. No. We're going to do Peaks and Pits, you're going to do your spiel and then I'm going to end it. Why? Because... That's not how we usually do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have OCD. No, yeah. I have si- self diagnosed OCD. You got a touch of the tism. <laughs> I got a touch of the tism. I don't got the all of it, but I just got the tism. So I got to do it my way. Okay. Is that okay? Okay, thank you. All righty. I just wanted to say a touch of the tism. <laughs> 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Life in the Raw with Troy and Danny. Um, if you would like, please follow us on our social media page. We have Instagram and TikTok at Life in the Raw TD. That is Life in the Raw, the letter T and the letter D on Instagram and TikTok. We also, you also can go ahead and email us at our email address, um, which is Life in the Raw TD at gmail.com. That is Life in the Raw, the letter T and the letter D at gmail.com. Um, you can also post on our Facebook page, which is searching the group Life in the Raw with Troy and Danny. Um, on our Facebook page, you can send us messages. You can go ahead and post on our page. Ask questions. Give us some stories. Let us know what's happening. Um, anything you want to share. You can also post anonymously. <laughs> you can post anonymously on Facebook. Um if you share those same things through our email address, mm -hmm. just make sure you let us know if you want to remain anonymous. Nine times out of ten, you're probably still going to just remain anonymous. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, peaks and pits. <laughs> uh, peaks. Uh, I get to see my situation ship later this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's how I feel about you going to see Norm. Ah! <laughs> um, uh, Pitts is, if you guys remember in last episode, I talked about two residents that are currently in the end of life stage. They are still alive, and but still transitioning for end of life. And that's been quite sad to watch the decline of both of them. So those are my pits. You? Because I could just oh that was that was a hard <laughs> pee aggressive pee um peak I get to spend the morning with you I'm excited Facts. you got things you get to, to do know. adult things tomorrow yeah, I mean okay um <laughs> and then my pet is climate change. <laughs> okay. That was the only thing I could think of. That was it? That was, that, that was the only thing I could think of. <laughs> okay, fair. We have to see if my mom makes it to the end of this episode, because if she does, then she should text us. I, I think she will, because she's having sent. <laughs> <laughs> Did again. She should. Um, I really would like uh, Koki. When? In, in the morning. We're going to be in that area. So, um, you know, maybe she's she not going to make it. I don't know if she's going to make it to the end of this. Before. I don't know. Before we get down there yeah. for her to be able to give me her cokey order. Right. Anyway. Um, anyway. Uh, With that being said, <laughs> love ya. See ya. Bye. Love to see you. Bye.